in order to realize that the word is working in our life, then there must be love among the assembly. And that's how we detect whether or not God is really in the midst of us in our hearts and in our minds and in our places that we go within ourselves. Because the places that we go within ourselves are the very same places that we're going to allude to outside of ourselves. You see, it's, it all starts on the inside. It's the internal structure that God wants to rebuild. This internal temple. So, I want to talk to us this morning about casting out the bond one. Casting out the bond one. From the teachings here at HLD, we know that the any time that the word woman is used, we also know that it represents something internal within a person because the woman came out of the man. So in the spirit realm, we see that there is a bond woman, but there is also a free woman. So what what is God saying here when he's asking us to cast out this bond woman? Well, when we go to the book of Galatians, and in the book of Galatians 4, verse 21, are we there? We see an allegory of Abraham. Now, an allegory is a type of something. It's something that's in the tangible, in the physical, but it has a spiritual connection to it. We see here that in this book, verse 21, it says, Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law. Do ye not hear the law? James alludes to the fact in James 2.10, he tells us that anybody, and I'm paraphrasing, anybody that desires to be under the whole law and offends it in the least, they'll get there breaking it off. So when a person, not realizing, when a person stands in a place of judgment and it's not the judgment according to God's word, we are really desiring ourselves to be under the law because if we tell a lie and do all the other nine uh, commandments that are left, then we get to breaking all of them. So you see, we can't win under the law. You see, you cannot be perfected under the law because we can't live it. It's, we're human beings. We've got problems. We've got situations in our life. You cannot live the law. You see, the only thing the law can do for you is frustrate you. Right. Because you will try. You can come to this altar many times. And you will think that you've overcome something. But you'll find that you're not quite there yet. And what the law will do, it'll push grace out the side. Because mm -hmm. grace will show you mercy to yourself. Well, the law won't. Right. The law will frustrate you. 
Why? Because you fail to do just one of them little things that the law requires. Now you get to breaking all of it. It, it, it doesn't make sense yes. to you that the Word of God, when He talks to us about peace, love, joy, and happiness, you see, all these things come from grace. Amen. So he asked the question here, tell me ye that desire to be under the law. Do ye not hear the law? In other words, if you desire to be under the law, and if you desire to put yourself or put somebody else under the law, well, do you not put yourself under the same jurisdiction that you put somebody else under? And what happens is, is you'll find yourself short of the glory of God too. Because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I'm showing you the difference between the law and grace. Every one of us need grace in our life. I thank God for giving us grace this morning. Because we sure need it. Now, here's the word of God. It says, for it is written that Abraham, and we'll see Abraham today as being faith, because he is the father of the multitude of the nations of faith, okay? So we're going to deal with him from a faith aspect. It says, for it is written, that's meaning it's documented, that by God, that Abraham had, how many sons? Two sons. Now we know that the son represents builders. We know that from the teachings that we get here. So something is being built. And two is always a covenant between you and something else because it always takes two to enter into a contract or a covenant. It says before it's written that Abraham had two sons. One of them was by the bondmaid and the other was by a free woman. But he who was of, that's the son, the builder, that was of the bond woman, was born after the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise. Here we have Abraham, faith. And it has two sons. This one over here, Ishmael. This one over here, Isaac. Isaac means joy and laughter. So you've got one which represents the flesh, Got another one which represents the promise or the spirit, okay? Now, our faith can go two different ways. It can go at the bond woman, or it can go at the free woman. Abraham had how many sons? Two. That means your faith can go either way, right? Two sons, two buildings. You can build your faith toward the things of the world. That's one son. Or you can build your faith toward things of the Spirit. You can build your faith toward satisfaction of your flesh. Or you can build it toward satisfaction of God. You see, you have two different ways you can go with this thing. Now here's what happens. When we build ourselves toward the flesh, the things in the flesh, we bring ourselves into bondage, do we not? <laughs> How many of us who have satisfied our flesh and are fighting right now from things, from the bondage that the things that we built in the flesh has now placed upon us? Amen. So y'all understand the bond one and the son. See, when you build yourself with things of the flesh, eventually what will happen is, is you will bring yourself within yourself 
you'll bring that inner self into a place of bondage. Anybody ever been in bondage? I know I have. You see? And, and, and that's what it's talking about here, you see. So your faith can be at the bottom of and build the things of the flesh, which will bring you into a, a place of abundance because of a thing called strongholds. Or you can build your faith in the things of the free one. But verse 23, it goes on once again, and it tells us about how he who was of the bond woman was born after the flesh. Satisfaction of the flesh. So we build these things toward the flesh and we bring ourselves into, in other words, we are building a, a, a wall around ourselves internally. And we're bringing out, we're putting our own self in a prison cell when we allow our faith to build the things of the flesh, okay? Satisfaction of the flesh will place us in a place of prison in God and within ourselves. And we'll be most miserable. Everybody in here knows what I'm talking about. Verse 24 says, which things are an allegory or a figure? Talking about Abraham and these two sons, these two covenants, you see. What he's saying is, is that this is a figure. What I'm trying to teach you here, God is saying, is a figure. I'm showing you this over here in Abraham, but it's really I'm using Abraham as an allegory or a figure. With those two sons that he had, one out of wedlock, which represents the things of the world, because instead of him waiting on God to do it, he tried to do it himself. And what did he do? He got himself jacked up. He got himself in trouble, like all of us do sometimes. But we don't do it God's way, right? All of us have had experience with not doing things the way God would have us to be done. It never, it never comes out successful. Oh, it may last for a little while, but it won't. It'll walk you down. Father time will walk you down and show you the error of your ways. It will do that. So, the Bible says in verse 24, which things are an allegory, for these are two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, which gendered Monday. We're talking about the law. We're talking about, we're talking about external worship, which is Agar or Hagar, the Egyptian handmaid. That's it. You see, we already know that the Egyptian handmaid, Egypt represents the world system, and the Egyptian handmaid are the things that satisfy us from the world. But eventually they bring us into bondage. The word Agar here means flight or identity crisis. You see, when we go out in the world to try to find our identity and who we are, when we go and, and we, and we got to be prompted by people to validate us, where God has already validated us as to who we are in Him. But what God has done in our life don't seem to be good enough. We always got to do it another way. And when we do it another way, then God can't do for us what he wants to do for us. Why? Because we built a prison within ourselves and we placed ourselves in it. It's sort of like getting in the cage with a gorilla and closing the door and locking the door behind. Now what do you think that gorilla gonna do? It's gonna tear you off. Not one time, but every 
again. <laughs> so that's what we do when we go toward the things in the world. You see, it's a gorilla. It's a gorilla out there. It's called the prince of the air, prince of this world. You see, so every time that we put ourselves in that predicament, what happens? We get inside that cage. And we get to deal with these animals. And then we come out and we holler for God. And God already told us the bottom one and what's going to happen. And the free one, what's going to happen. So, Agar here means flight or identity crisis. And that's what's wrong. A lot of us have identity crisis. So, we don't understand that when God blessed us, we can't identify with it because we don't know Christ like we ought to. And until we know Christ like we ought to, then we're going to always have an identity crisis. We're going to always be trying and looking for love in all the wrong places. Who put that song out? God? God Brooks. Somebody put it out. I heard it. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Well, the Bible says that the word is not even in thy mouth and thy heart. This word that we preach. This word that we preach. But we got to do this thing through faith. So it says here in verse 25 of Galatians 4, verse 25. It said, for this agar, this identity crisis is in Mount Sinai in Arabia. And answer, look what she answers to Look what this identity crisis known as Agar answers to. The Jerusalem which is now, or which now is, and is in bondage with her children. Now, now look at the way to me. Now, Jerusalem is supposed to be uh, identified with God. But here it says, for this Agar, this identity crisis, is Mount Sinai in Arabia. Which brought forth the Lord, we know that. And it answers to Jerusalem, which is now and is in bondage with her children. Now, the children of Jerusalem are God's people. They're the children of peace. Jerusalem means city of peace. That's us. We'll get on down through there in a minute and show you that it's all inclusive. But what happens is, is that he said we're in bondage, even now. Jerusalem. Her children are in bondage even now. Why? Because of their identity crisis. They so have an identity crisis, and what do they do? They run in things of the world, and they get themselves in bondage. And that bondage causes us to come in here with all kind of weights on us. It weights us, yes it does. It weights us down. So the Jerusalem here that's supposed to be peace has now placed us in bondage. Why? Because of the identity crisis. Amen. That's what it's saying. You see it? You see it? But look what John says in John 14, 27. He said, the peace I leave with you is not the peace of the world. In other words, that ain't Jerusalem that's going to put you in bondage. Okay? John 14, 27. 
Why wouldn't Jesus see? Over there? Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give. See, that's that Jerusalem that what we run at the world. That's the peace we're trying to find in the world. He said, not as the world give it, give out of you. He said, let not your heart be troubled, but neither let it be afraid. See, that's another thing wrong with Christians. They're a bunch of cowards. They're a bunch of cowards. They don't understand that we've been enlisted into the army of the living God. And all through the Old Testament, he's trying to show us who we are. But we don't understand who we are. You see, we don't understand that we're the same soldiers in the Old Testament as Christ defied and detects us to be in the New Testament. Let's go to Timothy. In fact, I need to get you there to let you see something. Go here to... Go here to 2 Timothy 2, verse 3. When you get that say amen, because I want everybody to understand this and see that. See, see, Paul told you that the things of the Old Testament were the shadow of things to come. In other words, it was a mystery. It had to be uncovered. And that's what we do here at HMD. We uncover the mystery. The spiritual mystery of God. Paul told you that how by revelation has God made known unto me the mystery. It's by the revelations of God. It's not by man. You can't get this by man. It will destroy you. Are we there? Amen. I'm talking about a soldier. <coughs> Second Timothy 2.3 says, Thou therefore endure what? Oh, oh Lord. First thing they, they, they do when something goes wrong. Well, I'm sick. Well, I ain't got no money. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. But it says here, in your money. Okay. My wife had the flu. She didn't miss a step, did she? Not one step. See, she understands who she is in Christ. And, and guess what? God blesses her. <clears throat> because God looks at that. People. You got people that should be here this morning that's going to miss their blessing. They're going to miss their doctors and everything. They're going to miss it. Because now, you see, if you ain't here to get what God has for you, then you can't get God's blessing. See, see, see we don't do that no more. We don't do that no more. Bye, y'all, niece. We don't do that no more. They have to leave early, y'all. They, they got a daddy that, that they leave at this time every week. You know, they they go because they got a situation. So so here we, we we are here, and he's talking to us about this peace. And what has happened here is that we have y'all saw that about the soldier endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Did y'all see that? Okay, everybody saw that. That you're a soldier. Israel, the word Israel means soldier of God, or he who will rule as God, okay? Soldier of God, that's what it means, Israel. It saves us, because all in Christ now, right? Mm -hmm. So there ain't no, we're going we're gonna to deal with that. Because we got to break that mindset. We got a bad mindset in the church today. We got a separatist mindset in the church today. But God is all inclusive, is he not? We're all in Christ, right? And if we're all in Christ, the Bible said we're 
Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise. Talking about identity. Talking about your identity. Your identity ain't in the world. Your identity is not to be traced back through worldly aspirations. That's not where your identity is. And as long as you look there, you're not gonna, you're gonna lose. I'm trying to help y'all up in here. So verse 26 of Galatians 4, verse 26 said, watch it. This is the other group. See, the one down low, where the church is going at the things of the world, I'm putting them in bucket, right? They can't even raise their hand and say hallelujah unless the preacher tell them a lie and they're going to get blessed, but they're living like hell. How you going to get blessed living like that? See, it don't work like that. See, everything got to line up to be blessed, right? I can't get no way in the See, we can't just do what we see. See, we don't own ourselves no more. It ain't about what we want no more. It ain't about what you want to hear no more. It's about what God says, people. Right. It's always been there. Yes. We're the ones that's off course. Now watch this word. Verse 26. But Jerusalem, which is where? Above. What is it? Free. Say it. Free. 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 Difference. Now we're going in the spirit realm. Now do y'all understand what I want to say? Preach spirit. Because this is where God is taking us. Now watch where God has taken us. Because we're going to free some things up up in here this morning. we got to free you. Go over here to Hebrews, the 12th chapter. Now, he's talking about, but Jerusalem, which is above, is free. And the mother of who? Of us all. Not some, but it's the mother of us all. Galatians 4, 26. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free. Which is the mother of us all. That's why the book says in the book of Colossians 3, 2, I believe it said, set your affections on things above, not on things below. Now, go here to Hebrew. Well, how do you say that? Because the Jerusalem above is the one that's going to free you up. How many people in here want to be free today? I'm not being free. I love freedom. Now, God is the Spirit. 
It's a heavenly place. Alright? You see what we, the difference between the one down low, Jerusalem down low, that puts you in bondage? When you're in the church but you're going at the world, that'll put you in bondage? That is the true peace that God is not with us. He said, but it's the one that's above. You got to get with the one that's above. The one that's in the spirit. He said, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. To the general assembly. This is where he's taking us. And the church of the first. See, the church of the first born is up top. Remember? When y'all, y'all old heads, like two, three of you in here, y'all remember the man child? When I spoke to you about the man child, how that thing, when, it birth, when the church births every, every, every time that somebody gets saved, they birth what they call the man child in the book of Revelation. And the man child is taken up. And when the man child is taken up, the devil tries to kill it. See, every time you get somebody gets saved, the devil is right there before that birth to try to kill it. Right. That's why 17 people got saved, but where they at? Where they at? Look how much time and effort and money we waste. Where they at? I'm not moved by because somebody come up here and fall on the floor and say they done got saved. Because now I'm going to step back and I'm going to watch. And I'm going to try to help them as much as possible. But I know about this thing called salvation. It ain't that easy. The devil is alive. The devil, that thing ain't that easy now. That thing ain't that easy. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. Look how many people in misery out there. And they don't want to be in misery, but they're trapped. Because they're in bondage. They're in Agar. They got a crisis identity. They got an identity crisis. They don't know who they are. You got to know who you are standing in this thing, man. And when you fall, you got to know about grace because you got to understand that the same compassion that you give to somebody else, you got to learn how to give it to yourself. Right, right. You got to run around here about I'm frustrated and I'm mad and I'm defeated. No, you're not defeated. That's right. You get up, go just man five, seven times. The Bible says you will get up. Yeah. Right. Come on. Get up. Yeah. And keep walking. Keep walking. Just keep walking. Amen. New York's a long way. If you ain't never been to New York, that don't mean it ain't going to exist. But if you get to going in the direction of it, just keep steady. Oh yeah, you're gonna run up on some rainy days. You're gonna run up on some hot days. You're gonna run up on some hungry days. You're gonna run up on a whole lot of things. But if you keep walking in the right direction, you'll get to New York. Amen. Right. Right. And by you not never being there before, you got to walk it by faith. Mm -hmm. So the word of God goes on in the house. That's good. That's good. So the Bible says here that to the general assembly, verse 23, Hebrews 12, it says, verse 23, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written where? In heaven. That's where he said we've come to. And to God, the judge of all, and the spirits just men made perfect. See, now, now, now see, that's revelation. See, that, that, that's, that's revelation right there. For the spirit of just men, you became justified by Christ. Amen. When you got in Christ, when you got saved by the blood of Jesus, yes. your name was written in. 
Don't let it be written out because the Bible says it can be blotted out. So don't be tricked. But for those of us who are written in, the Bible said that our spirits have been made just through Jesus Christ. Now, what God has done when he justified us in the spirit when we got saved, then that man child is written up in, the, I think it's the 12th chapter of Revelation. That's that man child when the church, the woman, she birthed it, the devil tried to kill it, God took it up top. You're the one that birthed it. You birthed the man child. Because the church is the inner sanctuary of your soul. Right on. You're the one that birthed it. Didn't the woman birth it? Don't the woman represent the inner self of a man? Ain't that where God took the woman from? She's, she's seen and viewed as God's church. So when your soul is saved, you're the church. You don't come to church. You are it. Don't waste your time coming to church. You'll miss it. When you come to church, you bring it with you. When they born. Because all that comes down, ain't it? There's a reason for all this stuff. And I know some of this is above some of your head, but you'll get there. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. You'll get there eventually. You'll get there. I'm confident you will. I'm confident you'll get there. Now, so the man child, he goes up top, still got that umbilical cord because it's through your soul, which birthed it, it's still connected to you. The Bible said we have come to the city of the living God, the new Jerusalem, above, to the general assembly. See, see, all, all of us that stood that same, our man child is already there. We're already there. Amen. As we feed it through the word, it grows. Because the thing that we birth is going to be the same thing called the white ring that we put on us in that day. I know that's above your head, but think about it. If you get that, I'm going to teach you no first grade stuff up in here. You will get there. I'm trying to get you to the new Jerusalem where you'll understand that what we're walking for and what we're fighting for is working. So get your butts up and get to church and hear the word of God when you're supposed to. Stay pumped up in this thing. Because if you're going to leave, you got to stay pumped up. Because every day, if you're going to be a leader, you got to be charged. You can't be playing around. And every time you fall, get on up. Don't care. Keep walking. Because if God be with you, what man can be against you? Huh? When you come out that oven of despair, you will be a better man. Amen? I told y'all last week, can't know now. We probably are with something. I guess he was doing the, the Saturday night leadership. That, look, can't nobody stop you, and God ain't even gonna let you stop you. Because yeah. before God allowed you to stop you from being and doing what he tell you to do, he'll stop you. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. And put you in a place where you can't do nothing else but give him praise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so before God do that, 
ourselves on how we're doing this thing. Amen? Amen. Because we got folk lives to stay. We got folk lives to stay. Jesus said, if you reject me, don't worry about rejecting you. It's me that reject Because all I ever done from up here showed y'all what was in the book. Amen. I know the book. Because the Lord taught me the book. And I'm not going to let y'all not know the book. Because I'm going to teach you the book. The Bible says that, 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 that where the just men have been made perfect. That's what he was talking about. We've come to that place of Mount Zion. And verse 24 in Hebrews 12, verse 24, said, And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, new covenant. and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel, oh, better things. Now watch this. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. Do y'all see that? Yes. Somebody read it for me. See, see that he refused not him that speaketh. So make sure you don't refuse what's being spoken here. Uh -huh. Okay? Don't come in the house of the Lord and be critics. Uh -huh. But come to hear God's word. The worst thing you can do is be a critic when you come to the house of the Lord. The Bible says when you come to the house of the Lord, be more ready to hear than to get a sacrifice of uh -huh. food. Because uh -huh. they don't know what they want. You come up in there and critic. You ain't no critic. You want to critic something, go watch a movie. This ain't no movie. It's real. It's a real deal. See that he refused not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him to speak on earth, much more shall not we escape, or we, if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. And God is truly speaking from heaven. He's trying to get you to understand where we are. Amen. Now let's go back to the main text over here in Galatians. Galatians, the fourth chapter, verse 27. Okay? Over there? Amen. Bring it on down. Let me work with you a little bit more. For it is written, Rejoice, thou barren that bearest not. You know, that's that, that's that good person. But they, they've been barren. They ain't been able to get nothing for That's that person. Break forth and cry. That word cry, that means be joyful. Mm -hmm. That thou that travailest not. It said be joyful. For what's this? For the children, for the desolate. Watch this. The desolate are those without. Those that are impoverished. Watch this. For the desolate have many more what? Than she which have the what? See, see, see. Okay, what did Jesus say? Ain't but a few going to enter into the straight narrow way. Them the ones with the hood. Jesus, okay? It ain't going to. Didn't it say that those that's on the wide way, broad way that leads to destruction, the desolate, they got many more children. Then those with a hug. But well, see, when he speaks of that word hug, he's talking about Jesus' man to our soul. Amen. See, the children of the desolate are much more many. Well, you can see that in reality. All you got to do is go down to the ghetto. Go down to the low impoverished places. Go to Kentucky. Anywhere you go, 
the impoverished. They don't have more children than those that's got a husband. Am I making sense up in here? Because how can I help you if I don't tell you the truth? I can't help you if I don't tell you the truth. You'll be doing the same thing. You'll be birthing things of the world and putting yourself in bondage if I don't tell you the difference between the two so that you can look internally and see the roadmap and, and get your settings right again. Because all of us get confused sometimes, right? We do. That's why we need each other to kind of keep each other on track. You know? It's, it's simple. It's nothing hard about this. I've learned, church, that it really ain't nothing hard about this. We make it hard because we fight God. Yeah, you're right. We're the one that messed this thing up. God made this thing very easy for us. Yeah. It goes on. And he said, in verse 28, are we there? Yeah. Now, we. So, brethren, there's three things here. Now, we, all inclusive, brethren, all of us who are brothers and sisters in this thing, and I take it that we're all off. That's my prayer. That is what might be saved. And I grant you they got a zeal for God and not according to the righteousness of God and not. That's what the word says. But I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Give myself the benefit of the doubt too. I ain't going to leave me out. Now we, brethren, so we, brethren, it's we, and it's now. As Isaac was, joy, we are the children of what? Promise. Promise. We are New Testament. We are the children of promise. Okay? Everybody understand the identity? That we are the, 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 the children of the promise. Now watch Galatians 3, 22 through 29. Okay? 3, 22 through 29. Tell me, it's right there close to you, okay? Are we there? Yeah. Look here. It says, but the scripture, not man, but the scripture has concluded that what? Oh, I thought it said some. Oh. What y'all say? Oh. oh, it's all of us. All of us are what? Oh, under what? So all of us are under sin. The scripture has concluded this, right? Now notice that we're the children of the promise, right? So don't lose your identity just because we're all under sin now, okay? Don't get tricked. Because I'm trying to bring you to a point. It says, but the scripture has concluded all under sin. So we're all even here, right? So that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. So what did it do? It put all of them, everybody from Adam all the way up to now and all the way that will ever be. Everybody. It put us all on the one thing, sin. So it made us all evil. Now, it put a thing called Christ there to pull us out of that place. Whosoever will, let him come. Right? If you don't want to be under the sin, then you got to get with Christ and step off into the new covenant. Okay? Amen. 
That's what he's saying. See, he didn't start everybody off unequally. He put everybody under sin. That's what he said. That the promise that they, in other words, that they would have a chance by faith to come to Jesus Christ and believe and be children of the promise. Alright? Amen. But before faith came, verse 23, we were under what? Shut up unto the faith which should afterward be revealed. You see, we, when we were saved, when we was out there acting crazy, we were under the law. And we got hooked under the taskmaster too. See, faith and grace couldn't be revealed. It was locked up in a bottle inside of us. And it couldn't be released because we had placed ourselves in that gorilla cage. Okay? Are you with me? Amen. Verse 24 goes on to say, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after the faith has come, we're no longer under a schoolmaster. Amen. So you can't preach law and faith to me too. So now I'm in New Jerusalem. So whatever's going on in the earth, I'm not even concerned with that. My root came from Jesus. My root came from God. Okay? Not from man. So I need to spend my time finding out what God wants me to know. Amen. You understand? See, when you got an identity crisis, you'll be looking down here for all this stuff. Because yeah. you don't know who you are. But once you find out who you are, you release that weight off you. Yeah. And that sin that so easily besets you. Mm -hmm. And you run this race with patience. Mm -hmm. You begin to run this thing with patience. See, so you got to have some patience with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because now your mind has to transcend to a higher place in God. Yes. See, you can't look today off of what you ate yesterday. Mm -hmm. You got to eat again. Because yes, yes. you got to put more nutrients in and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can't eat. See, ain't you been going around this mountain long enough? And what do you say? You've been going around this thing long enough now. It's time to move on now. It's time to get up, get on up on the map where you can see some things clearer. Because as long as you try to find peace down here, you're going to be in bondage. That's the word now. I'll show it to you. i show it to you. Now, the, word, the Bible says, verse 26 here, for ye, come out we, are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Didn't leave nobody out. He got saved, did he? He said, we all are, right? Talk to the Christians here in Galatians. For as many, verse 27, for as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Therefore, watch this. There is neither Jew, so don't waste your time there, nor Greek, so don't waste your time there. There is neither bond, so don't waste your time there, nor free, don't waste your time there. There is neither male, don't waste your time there. There is neither female, for ye are all one. Not two, right? One in who? Now who gonna go with this word? And if ye be Christ, if, yeah. then are ye Abraham's what? Seed. And heirs according to the what? Promise. Are you part of the promise? Yes. Yeah. Then you are part of the free woman. Amen. You are not part of the bond woman. Amen. So it's time 
I could call, you, you know what I'm saying, my suit would have malnutrition. <laughs> that would be, that would be <laughs> that I ain't even giving my spiritual self nothing. Come on, come on. Like a lot of us do. So now, we come before Jesus and the suit don't fit. We got a little suit over here called man child, he's puny. And then here we are, we all overweight, blown up, and everything else. It don't fit. Why? Because we eating too much earthly stuff. Am I right about it? Come on. You've been fitting yourself with a bunch of junk and calling it God. God's word goes on here. Let's go back over here to the main text. Chapter 4. Galatians, chapter 4. We're coming on down now. Yeah. But I'm going to finish this word. Yeah. I'm finishing this word. If somebody got to go, you know I'm going. But I'm finishing this word. Yeah. Verse 29 said, God can't stand when they just get up and read a sermon, or I meant read a, a scripture and go to hot. Amen. People go home, they ain't got nothing. Sweat all over the place. We take that. We better than that. Amen. Better than that. Now, verse 29 says, but as then, Galatians 4, 29, but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit. Let's look at Romans 7, 22 and 23. And it says, even so is not. So that's that wall between the spirit and the flesh, ain't it? Uh -huh. Romans. Romans 7. Romans 7, 22 and 23. Over there? Amen. Look at this. That's why I say you got to give yourself some compassion on this fact. It said, look here, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man. All of us do, don't we? Yeah. We, we want to do right, don't we? Yeah. <coughs> we want to we do right. Yeah. But look here. Paul said in verse 26, but I see another law in my members. Uh-huh. Warned against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. See? See, that's the one that gets you right there. See, see, it's designed to get you, to make you frustrated, to make you feel like you're not worthy. It's designed to do that. That's why you got to learn that grace has a whole lot of good things in it. Favor, love, blessing, long-suffering, all that stuff. But if you cut yourself off from that and won't allow God to give it to you, there ain't nothing else but the law. There's nothing else you can do. So what? I made a mistake. So what? Big deal. Get up and let's go. Amen. So what? If, if the Word is doing what it's supposed to do here in the house of Daddy, then it will continue to show love like it always has. Amen. That's how you detect whether or not the Word of God is, a, is working in people's lives. If love is among the brothers and the sisters. See, that's why 
We've always, our policy has been to hug and greet each other. See, because a lot of people don't even get that at home. Amen. See, a lot of people, we have to condition to do that. But you see, what people don't know is that when you hug one another, you go heart to heart. Amen. There's something about heart to heart. Because it's the heartbeat of life. It's the heartbeat of life. Verse 29 over here in, um, I mean, verse 30 over here in Galatians, the fourth chapter. Verse 30, over there. Yeah. We're talking about casting out the bottom woman. That's the name of this sermon. Now, watch this. Nevertheless, what? Say a prescription. It says, cast out the bottom woman. That's the stronghold, okay? Mm -hmm. Cast it out. But don't only cast her out, but the sun, too. That's the builder, okay? The things that, whatever it is that's building that you, that you continue to go to that, that we continue to go to no matter how small it is that's that builder that son it's got to be cast out in order for the bond woman to stay cast out see if you cast out the bond woman okay I used to be a drug addict many times I cast the bond woman out but it didn't cast the builder out the son so what happened it built back up again it's the same as smoke you can cast it out, but if you don't cast out what it is that's building that thing, it'll come back to you. It's the same with drinking. It's the same with anything else. Now, it takes time. Don't kill yourself. You know, just keep trying until your day comes. That's what you do. Your day will come. You gotta be qualified. And going through what you go through qualifies you. Amen. If you accept, <coughs> got to accept. Mm -hmm. You got to accept the beat down. Mm -hmm. You got to be put in the oven and fried. <coughs> <laughs> that might put you in the oven and fried. God put you in the oven because, see, if He put you on top of the lid, ain't on you jump out. You gotta put you in the oven so you jump out on that. You're gonna get the you, Yeah, go ahead. You think it's hot up in there, you better go to get stay in the pan and get cooked. Because when you come out, you're gonna be tasting good for whoever it is. Amen. 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 Say, cast out bone woman, for the son of the bone woman shall not be heir to the son of the free woman. No, because the free Second Corinthians three seventeen. For the spirit of the Lord is that liberty, and the Lord is that spirit. Amen. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bond woman, but of the free. Mm -hmm. So get close to the end now. Give me about five minutes. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. I'll read that again. Stand fast. What that means? That means get your butt up in the morning and get in here and get the word of the Lord. Uh -huh. You can get up and go to work. You serve man more than you serve God. Uh -huh. You know you have to wait a minute. Uh -huh. am, I, am I right about it? Amen. Uh -huh. But the Bible says you need to stand fast in this thing, right? Uh -huh. In the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Because that man will put you in bondage. You're already in bondage because he's already detected 
And if you ain't with God, God will make that happen. Mm -hmm. But you got to stand fast. Mm -hmm. You can't be playing with this. You got to stand fast in this thing. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Okay? Let's look at Galatians 4 9. It's right there, right close to you. Galatians 4 9. But now, after that, we have known God, or rather, or known of God, how turn we again to the weak and beggarly elements where ye desire again to be in bondage? <laughs> Make the shake here, don't you, Ray? Huh? I mean, well, I won't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read three scriptures and then we're out of here. Galatians 5, 7 through 10, and we go. Right. Galatians 5, Amen. 7 through 10. Are we there? Amen. Let's see that. All right, watch this. Now, come on. Be with me on Ye did run well. You ever seen anybody running well with this thing? <laughs> now, watch this. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? If you were running well, what happened? What happened? The this persuasion, whatever happened in verse 8, it said, This persuasion cometh not of him that called you. Wow. 